Thanks for tuning in. Hey, can I hear it real with you real quick? Think about this. What would three more clients in the next 30 days mean to your real estate or lending business? It would mean more financial freedom, more time, and you'd be able to finally breathe financially. But let me ask you, what are you doing different to actually get a different result? Are you doing the exact same things you've always done and getting the same results? Well, I think it's time to try something new, and I've got your answer. I want you to go to www.3clientsin30.com slash podcast now and sign up. You're going to be working with me for the next 15 days, and I'm going to give you relevant strategies that will absolutely change your business. We've had multiple agents and lenders across the country pick up as many as six clients just during this 15-day challenge alone. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Learning is great, but if you don't actually apply, then it means nothing at all. So visit 3clientsin30.com slash podcast right now, and I can't wait to see you there. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes. And be sure to check out KristaMayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time. Did you know that I'm a published author? My book, Sell 100 Homes a Year, it's a bestseller, and it teaches real estate agents and lenders how to actually think about doing business in the 21st century, and I want to give you your free copy. All you have to do is go to www.kristamayshore.com slash sell100. That's one zero zero. If you'd like to learn new digital marketing strategies, you've got to get this book and join the other agents and lenders whose businesses in life is being absolutely transformed. Go to www.kristamayshore.com slash sell100 to get your free digital copy today. Thanks for taking the time to tune in out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Do you have big dreams? I think you do. And that's why you're listening to this podcast and probably others. Maybe you're ready to start closing one or two more deals a month. Or maybe you want to feel secure enough to go from part-time agent to full-time career. Whatever it is, I know that I can help. The truth is, there is a better way of doing business. If you're struggling to make ends meet, or you're constantly feeling like you're being pulled away from your family to answer clients, it's not your fault. That's what we were taught. Most agents feel just like you do, and I remember feeling the exact same way. But there's a new way to do business, and it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go to www.themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve a call today with one of my business development coaches. They're going to take it 20 minutes to actually review your strategy and to talk to you about what the next steps are. We've helped over 600 agents across the nation in small markets and in large markets absolutely change their business. Now, here's the deal. Don't be afraid. There's no pressure. There's no pitch. In fact, we need to see if you're a good fit for our program. And if all this call does is actually help you craft a plan and look in more detail over the next 30 days to get one or two more clients, wouldn't it be worth it? Well, of course it would. Now, you've got big dreams, but what have you done recently to put those dreams into action? We can help you. Go to themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast. Again, themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve your call today. Don't let fear hold you back. There's a new way of doing business and we've found it. See you soon.
Hey, Dustin, welcome. Thank you so much for being on here. How is it going? Fantastic. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. So I actually was just interviewed on Dustin's podcast, the Massive Agent Podcast. And uh, he is, we actually clicked so well. And then, so we we're like on each other's and it, and it's just, uh, it's so nice to, to be around other industry experts and coaches. And so stick around to the end because Destin has an awesome gift for you. So if you go to kristamayshore.com slash swag, again, that's kristamayshore.com slash swag. He's got a free gift that's going to light you up. Destin, what's happening? Um, just, uh, you know, catching up after a trip out of town this last weekend for family stuff. Um, never a dull moment when you are running a business and, and being a marketer all at the same time. It's, it, isn't it amazing how many agents don't understand that if they want to be successful long-term, they have to be a marketer. They have to become a marketer and think like an entrepreneur. And so many don't. It's, it's, it's insane. You, you, as an agent, you are not a real estate agent. You are a marketer first and an entrepreneur, like an entrepreneur first marketer first, and then an agent, because without those two things, you're going to be like the 87% of people that will leave the industry within five years. Absolutely. Yeah. And honestly, until I really got that, until I realized marketing is everything, literally Marketing is everything. It's the difference between an agent like yourself, someone who's selling 500, 1,000, whatever homes a year, and the agent that's struggling to even sell one a month. It's marketing. It's not that they're better agents necessarily. Of course, that's obviously a component, but it's that a lot of people know them and have seen them over years. So it's all marketing. And And it wasn't until I really got that that my career turned around and I, you know, started having fun and enjoying it and actually closing some transactions. It's a, it's in a very important mindset shift. He who markets the most wins. That's my mentor, Russell Bresson always says, he who can spend the most in marketing will win because you have the most, most, you have more leverage and you can outspend what you lack in experience and ability with, with basically having, because you're in front of more people, right? Right. Right. And you're always growing how many people know you. Yep. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Give me about your story. Awesome. So I am, I'm an agent in Salt Lake and I have been for, for just over nine years now. And, uh, I, before that I was, I had no concept of entrepreneurship or doing your own thing. I thought that entrepreneurs or business owners or wealthy people were different types of human beings. Like it just like, those are different types of people. I can't relate. I don't even know how you break into that. I just didn't get it because my family, we didn't have any business owners or entrepreneurs or, or anyone like that. We were just, you know, average middle class, you know, nice, but you know, nothing, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so after high school, I just started working all the the dead end dude jobs, like working at a car wash, a call center, customer service, construction, all that stuff. And it wasn't until I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that it opened my eyes to not just real estate investing, but entrepreneurship as a concept. And, and I'm like, wow, um, that's amazing. And then I serendipitously got fired from, from a busing job and a customer service job that I was working all within the same week. And at the time it was crushing, but it, it inspired me to go to a weekend rich dad education seminar and of course, Robert trying Kiyosaki. To... I love that book. Rich Absolutely. Dad Poor Dad. If you haven't read it by Robert Kiyosaki, get it, read it, make it your Bible. 
there's a reason why it's the number one personal finance or, or finance book of all time. And, and so I went to that and it, it showed me that, yes, I can actually be in business for myself. I can do my own thing. But at the time I was just thinking I'd flip homes and they make it seem like you could flip homes and make 50 grand a month and, you know, millionaire by, by so next easy. weekend. Yeah. And so I started going down that path and part of that path was getting my real estate license. Because uh, some great advice was if you want to do something, if you want to do a certain thing, like become a real estate investor or become a real estate agent, you need to find someone who's successful doing that and model them, uh, get in their circle, uh, you know, have them mentor you if at all possible. So I went to a local real estate investor association meeting, met uh, the president who's, who's a broker and he's like, you got to go get your license. So I did. And I don't even know how this happened, but I got referred a buyer. Um, I think it was by him or by his team. And I wasn't even planning on being a traditional agent, but I ended up helping them find a condo and I loved it. And, and pretty soon I was just full-time real estate agent. But the first half of my career, I could not make ends meet because I was doing something that my mentor was doing that he loved. He loved chasing people down. He loved striking up conversations at the grocery store. Um, with just strangers and door knocking and cold calling and all that stuff. And I absolutely hated every minute of it. So I sucked at it. I didn't have any success because I hated it. And you can't be, it's really difficult to be good at something that you hate, you know? Exactly right. Exactly right. I didn't realize that because I thought that was the only way it was done. Uh, my, the, the model that I had for an agent was this is how an agent works. This is how it works. It wasn't until I started researching content marketing and how to get your own leads that I realized, wait, I can just attract people to me by giving them some sort of value with a video or an article or something. And, and that completely changed everything. So um, I, now I get you know, 75 to 80% of my real estate deals from my website or from my content somehow. The other 25 uh, 20, 25% comes from referrals from other agents who know me from my content or from my <laughs> podcast. Uh, and, and so it changed everything. And over the last couple of years, I've just been sharing that journey and sharing specific tactics that I did and concepts that, that are tried and true and work with other agents. And, and I've become very passionate about that. I'm having a blast and, uh, you know, and now I completely, uh, I, I've completely leaned into the fact that I'm a marketer who sells homes. Uh, so how many homes are you selling a year? I'm not really doing any anymore. I refer them out. Oh, so now you're just doing coaching. Pretty much coaching content. Um, I'm a founder of, of a media company, a media network called the industry syndicate for uh, the top real estate and mortgage podcasts in the industry. But yeah, it's a personal decision for me. Like I, I could have built a team. I could have done all that. I wanted to focus every minute that I had on the stuff that really made me happy. And, and so I decided to refer out my local business rather than build a team, leaving a little bit of money on the table. But I think long-term, it makes more sense for me personally. Yeah. And you do seem happy and you're crushing it with your um, podcast. And I think you've, you've, you've spoken you. at Inman and you've been on, you know, Fox News and, and, and other, other various areas. So you definitely have credibility um, and the authority. For sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a blast. It's, it's resonating. It's working. I am having fun. And, and honestly, as you know, as a coach, our industry needs helpers. Our industry needs voices that are clear and that, that are actually willing to help and not just sell something um, 
And, and so I, I'm very passionate about it. Well, it's because it's, you know, for some reason in this, everyone so has such of a fear-based mindset. There's not a lot of, of abundant thinking when it mm. comes to, there's a very, very much a scarcity mindset for real estate agents, which is unfortunate because it just continues to give them more scarcity. Right. And yeah. so when we get our license as a real estate agent or as a lender, we are not taught anything that you actually really need to use. You're not taught how to truly, truly become an agent. You're not taught how to market or how to be a business owner, or how to be an entrepreneur. That, In fact, most professions aren't taught that. So most people get into the industries or any type of profession and they're just, they're at a loss because they don't know how to market themselves properly. Exactly. Yeah. You get your real estate license and you're like, okay, I literally know nothing about the day-to-day of being an agent. I know about meets and bounds, which I'd forgotten about, which means absolutely nothing. Um, You know a few ways to stay out of jail, but that's it. You have (laughs) to learn how to be an agent and market yourself and and get people to know you. Uh, You have to learn that yourself. And and I, I think it's really unfortunate that that isn't emphasized more in the licensing process. Maybe it's for a reason, so that the cream rises to the top. I don't know, um, but it, it is what it is. It's just unfortunate that so many fail. Yeah, so many do fail. Eighty-seven percent of agents are are going to be out of the business within five years. That's the stat, which is yeah. is really sad. So, tell me what you're seeing that's working as far. So, you know, what are you seeing that's working for agents across the country? No matter where you do this, it works as long as you get some basic concepts right. So to be, to become a, to become hired, to become found, you need to be seen, right? You need to be online. Be seen, be heard, be known. Exactly. You need to be everywhere. And so start your own show. I think podcasting is the easiest way to do that with the lowest barrier to entry. It does not cost a lot of money. You could literally do it with your iPhone and earbuds. Russell Brunson does. You mentioned Russell Brunson. His marketing secrets podcast. He records on his iPhone in his car, driving to and from the office. Yep, he does. And so nobody cares that he's not in this, you know, ten thousand dollars studio because he's talking about great stuff that people want to hear. So you can do that at a local level, but you've got to talk about something people actually care about. They don't care about market updates. They don't care about your open house from from eleven to two. They, they don't, don't care that you're a top agent like every other agent says. They, are. they don't care what you just listed, how many homes you've sold, how many appointments you have. That they they don't care. Now, very few do, right? So you're really limiting your audience potential. If you do a show, whether it's a podcast or a video show, YouTube, Facebook Live, or even just on Instagram stories, you can become the local celebrity just like the radio show host. I mean, the, the local like morning show people, they're on billboards. They're invited to MC events locally. Like they're seen as local celebrities. Well, so is a podcast host. So is a, a show host. You just do it in your town. Very low barrier to entry. Just talk about the community. Cover the community. Don't talk about real estate. Don't make it a real estate show. And, you can, and sometimes talk about real estate, right? Like you got to have a mix. You could talk a little bit about real estate, what's happening in the market, and combine it with you know what local events, local things, hotspots, things to yes. do. You know, there's just so much you can you can do, and it's easier because it's hyper local. So anytime yep. we're doing something hyper local, it's such an easier way to dominate and dominate fast. And I know what people are thinking right now, Dustin, they're thinking, well, nobody cares. And what do I talk about? And, you know, so, and I'm, I'm afraid to do it. And I don't know what to say. So what is your answer to that? Uh, 
what what are you interested in in your community? What gets your attention? Is it the high school football rivalry game that just happened or is about to happen? Uh, new businesses coming in. I always love to see new developments in my community. Like a new building's going up. What is it? A new restaurant's going in. What's it going to be? Like, I love knowing about that stuff. So it, it, and it's also very hard to find an answer to it. Yeah. And I'm in Salt Lake City. It's a major city. And, and it's still like, sometimes you have to go to the, uh, the county and ask their freaking building department or whatever it's called. And unless they put a sign up, you know, so if you can just do some of that legwork and be the resource people go to, to find out what new is coming, that's, that's loosely related to real estate. People moving there are interested in those topics, but you don't have to directly talk about real estate. I do agree with you to a certain extent. You can mix in some real estate stuff, like a listing of the week, but it's all about how you do it. If you make it all about that and you focus on boring shit nobody cares about, if you just have an average middle of the road home that really isn't that extraordinary and you just go through bedrooms, bathrooms, price, all that stuff, yeah. nobody cares. But maybe it's a block away from a train station or maybe there's a new shopping development that's being built uh, around the corner or something. Like, What is the best thing about the property? Maybe it's not the property itself. What's the best thing about it? Highlight or that. the subdivision, like what's happening in the subdivision, yes. right? That's, that's exciting yes. and things that, that you can do nearby the house and what, yes. what makes it such a great community to live in. You know, people yep. care about that. People love real estate. They love their community. You want to be the mayor of your town. Yes. And you know, Gary V just, and Grant Cardone, they just absolutely preach this. Not only they preach it, they are doing it and they are known worldwide. So just imagine if you start doing this locally, how, how easy it is. Exactly. And earlier you mentioned, you know, some of those, uh, some of those objections people has, have to doing their own show is, oh, there's already a local podcast. Oh, there's already these other three agents that are doing this. Well, they're not doing it the way you do. Are <laughs> exactly. you, I mean, just because a show exists, does that mean that you watch it? Like, what if you don't like that show? And I want to, and, and you're like, I'm, a, I'm an, extrovert but you're an introvert and so yeah. i know there's some introverts listening right now and they're thinking well i'm introverted i can't do that can you please show up talk about that yeah i'm an introvert too but i like talking about stuff that interests me and guess what stuff that interests me interests others too it, it's we overthink this so much and it took me a while of doing before i really noticed what was working so an exercise everyone can do right now they're listening to this most likely on their phone, open up Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, whatever it is that you, that you like, probably all of them scroll through your newsfeed, but be conscious of what makes you stop. Stop. What is it that makes you stop? Yes. What was it? Was it a video? Was it a colorful photo? Was it text with emojis? And then what was the subject of it? You'll notice a lot of the stuff that you and your friends are sharing is like nostalgic stuff. Like, um, old toys, old games, old shows, that stuff, because you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen that in 20 years. What kind of old, what kind of businesses or attractions or restaurants in your town used to be there that aren't anymore? Go do a show about those, like do show photos. Do, that stuff gets your attention all the time. And some of the best content I've ever done is um, I did an article and a video and a bunch of photos and stuff and multiple posts about this old mall that was torn down in the late 2000s uh, called the Cottonwood Mall in Holiday, Utah. Anyone who grew up in the area 
knows it and misses it. And it's still just a, an empty dirt pit over 10 years later. And so people, yeah. are, it's like a raw subject or, uh, you know, it's a, a, a tough subject for some people, but when they see a photo of it, every single person stops. They're like, oh my God, that's the Cottonwood Mall. Is their memories. Yes. So I got thousands and thousands and thousands of people sharing it on Facebook and sharing it and going to my website. And guess what? Now they're on a real estate agent's website. They don't know it and they don't care. Some of them will then wander off to other parts of my site if they're interested. You just have to get people to notice you and to you have to give them a reason to tune in and keep coming back. And if you make it all about real estate all the time, you're dramatically limiting how many people will ever give it at any given time. And then once they buy or sell, they're done with you. Like they have no more reason to tune in. If you just have a community-based show of some sort about the stuff you're interested in, then others will follow and lots of them. And if they don't need an agent, they eventually will know someone who does. Having a huge audience makes you the local celebrity and you will explode locally. Yep. Be seen, be heard, be known. Is, is, it's in my book, Sell 100 Homes. Be seen, be Love heard, it. be known. I, I preach it throughout the whole thing. It's so, so true. Absolutely. Because if you want to do more business, I mean, you, you have to start thinking outside of the box. I mean, technology is taking over. Um, you know, there's a stat that in 30 days time frame, there's more video uploaded onto the internet in just 30 days than the past 100 years from every major network, NBC, ABC, CBS, you know, you, Paramount, you name it. In 30 days, more video content is uploaded on the internet than the past 100 years from all of the major entertainment industries. So that tells us that people are watching. I mean, people aren't even watching TV anymore. They're on Netflix. They're watching Instagram stories, Facebook stories. They're, they're scrolling their feed, you know? So think about that. And you want them to start seeing you. And then what happens is there's something called a parasocial relationship. What this, what that means is that we were trained as youth, that people that we see on the other side of the TV, on the other side of the phone, on the other side of that video, we've been trained to, to see them as the authority figure, as as the, uh, a celebrity, as somebody we should be interested in. And so when people see you, you are literally programming their brain. And this is research that shows us you're programming them to think you're somebody of, of importance. You're someone that they should listen to. You're someone of authority. So the more they see you, the more that, that gets ingrained in their head and the more then you become known. Exactly right. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's, it's like a proven scientific thing that when you see someone on a screen, their credibility in your eyes goes through the roof. You think that they are like a level up. They're a, yeah. a local celebrity. And you can do the exact same thing when people see you all over the place. And if you start learning about like Facebook ads retargeting and Google retargeting and stuff where people just keep seeing you over and over and over they get the impression that you're everywhere, that everyone sees that. And so when, they, when they, they're like, oh, I need, to, I need to start talking to a realtor, they're like, wow, I've seen Krista everywhere. She must be the, the best agent out there. Like she must be the one. So guess who they call? When in reality, it was just their newsfeed that they kept seeing you over and over and over and over um, because you knew what you were doing. You, you knew a few technical and tactical things to make that happen. And, and it, it's just, it's so powerful. That works 100% of the time for everybody if they just put in the work to learn how to do it, make it interesting so people keep coming back. And uh, it, it, it works. Simple as that. I, uh, I, was, I was at the gym yesterday 
And um, I do a ton of marketing. And um, one of the things that we hear all the time is we see you everywhere. So it's difficult for us to track where our marketing comes from is because we do, you know, dominate Facebook. We retarget. We we do video repurposing. We're, we're being seen wherever people are going. We're seeing them. We're following them. We're purposely putting our stuff in there. Yeah. Well, I sent out a, um, a neighborhood news report, which I do um, in conjunction with my digital location nomination. And this guy comes up to me at the gym and he goes, Krista, he goes, I just got one of your flyers. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I know her. She's like a celebrity. And it was so funny. And he really thinks that because he sees me and I, and I, I get embarrassed every time it happens. And it happens like all the time. It, it's kind of weird. But the nice thing too is when this happens is people want to take your calls. They want to answer your phone calls. When you call them, they want to talk to you. They feel like they already know you because they see you as the authority figure. They're seeing you. They're developing a relationship with you. You're starting to break down barriers to develop trust and to get them to like you. And you don't even realize it's even happening. Right. right. So, so your content is marketing for you all the time. When your content is the best piece of marketing because it's, it keeps going, it doesn't go away and it's doing more marketing for you than, than anything else is your content. Could not have said it any better. That's exactly right. When you, this will happen if you guys are consistent and, and keep putting out the content at a local level and make sure that it's stuff people actually care about, like the 10 best coffee shops in town, uh, the best burgers, the best hikes to go on with kids, the best things to do with your kids on the weekend, like all that stuff, just cover that stuff. Like the, the mommy blogger basics, do that stuff, do it in podcast form, video form, blog form, all of the above. Uh, like it works. And pretty soon, People will start recognizing you because they see you everywhere. And and what happened to you, Krista, will start happening to, to others. It's happened to me locally. It's crazy when it happens. Every single time, it's nuts. Um, but They're it, like hugging you and high-fiving you. And, and, you know, it's like your kids are going, who is that mom? And I'm like, I have no idea. It's like, yeah. no clue. You know, just recently, I got asked to be in uh, the, a 110 magazine. And it's for women entrepreneurs. And I said, oh, okay, you know, how much is it? And they go, no, Chris, it's, it's free. We just want to, you know, we just want to like showcase you because you've done such a great job marketing yourself. So they're going to put me in front of every single home in my, in my three local cities for free based upon the content that I've been putting out there and showcase me as a female entrepreneur. And it's all because of the content. If I wasn't doing that, that ad to be on the front cover of that magazine would have cost me probably three or $4,000 for that. And it's, it's free, free advertising now, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. The mo it, this is, it's so tried and true. And you hear, you hear this when you're setting up a drip campaign or whatever, that it takes a certain number of touches before people will respond or before, before they feel comfortable with you as an expert or, or whatever. It's the same thing. The more people see you, and if you if you cause them to tune out by always talking about your damn open houses or just listed, just sold, or posting listing flyers on Instagram or just all this insanity, you're going to make them tune out way before that seven, eight, nine touch, um, you know, magic zone, whatever you want to call it, of of when they start to feel comfortable with you. Uh, but if you keep giving them a reason to tune in over and over and over by just having their guard down. Don't make it about real estate. No pitching. Just give cool information about the area. They'll don't keep ask back. for referral. Don't, don't ask for No, referral. don't do any of Just that. Just serve. Serve, don't sell. Serve, serve, serve. Give value, exactly. give information. Make the, entertain them, educate them, engage them, be enthusiastic, and, and just go show up, right? And again, 
Destin is an introvert. You do not have to be extroverted to do this. But if you don't like money and you like to be on a hamster wheel of having to always do open houses and cold call and door knock, and once you stop those things and your business ends, if you like that, then don't listen to Destin. Just keep doing what you're doing. But if you're tired of being on a hamster wheel, you're, you're tired of, you know, the second that you stop doing something that it actually goes away, then start this and believe in it. It's as simple as this. Watch, watch this. I'm going to show everyone, if you're listening or watching, I'm going to show you just how simple it is. And you don't have to be perfect. You got an iPhone, right? Everyone has an iPhone? Hopefully. Hey, everyone. It's, whoa, go backwards here. I'm going the wrong way. Hey, everyone. Hey everyone, Krista Mayshore here, and I am with Dustin Brom. He is from Massive Agent Podcast. Say hi, Dustin. What's up? How's it going? Woo, I'm from getting you. Can you see him? Yeah. Anyways, he's just sitting here lighting us up, and I can't wait to show you all the knowledge bombs he bombed on us today. Okay, simple. I didn't talk about real estate. I'm just, I'm going to post that on my Instagram page today, right? right? I didn't say anything about real estate. I'm showing that I'm doing something different a little bit. You know, I'm getting people's, them interested and engaged. I look like a hot mess. I made a mistake. It wasn't on the... It doesn't matter. Just do it. Exactly. It, that, that's, that sums it all up of how I've been able to be successful is I just dealt with all the screw-ups and everything. And I still screw up. I lose my train of thought all the time. Squirrel moments. They happen all the time. I was on a podcast interview this morning and I just completely just aren't dead end. Have no freaking clue what I was talking about. It still happens. I, I stumble. I say, um, but guess what? I just keep doing it. And here's the thing, Krista, and you know this, but I don't, I think a lot of people that have not launched a show or they haven't been doing content because they're fearful that they're not perfect or they want to rehearse a few times. They're worried that they might lose their train of thought or stumble or say, um, or, or whatever. That is what works. That is what makes you relatable to people. Totally. Being perfectly imperfect. People hate yes. perfection. Yes. And look at this is my sign here. Let me read. My sign says, what other people think of you is none of your business, right? Don't be so worried about what people are going to think or if you make a mistake. If you're this perfect, you know, robot, no one's going to like you anyways. And, and it's okay. It's okay to be, to be human. Like, just be yourself. People are so much more attracted to that. In fact, one of the things yes. I hear all the time from my coaching clients and from agents across the country is like, they like how authentic I am. I'm really real. I'm normal. Sometimes I go with my no makeup on. I have my, my hair is a hot mess and I don't even care. Like I probably do it too much actually. And people like that. Yeah. Maybe not enough then. Maybe you don't do it enough. <laughs> Maybe I need to do it more. I know. Yeah. It really is. I mean, if you think about watching the evening news and these news anchors, they're just so polished. They're just so, you know, the way they say things it's hard to make a personal connection with that person. Sure, you'd listen to them, but like, are they likable? Is that someone you'd want to hang out with? Probably not. But when you screw up and lose your train of thought and say, um, or, you know, you're doing a video and, and a little kid starts screaming in the background or something, like people relate to that because remember, they're not marketers. Yeah. They, they're like, oh, that, if I was on camera, that would probably happen to me too. I, I'd get nervous on camera too. So now you're relatable and likable, and then a personal connection is made that would not happen if you're just so freaking perfect. So oh my gosh, yourself. I tell you a funny story. So one time I was um, at, I was doing a video at a house, and all of a sudden this this the neighbor right he starts doing his lawnmower, and I just <laughs> yes. yell hey, and, and they're like yeah, and I'm like I'm recording a video. Do you mind just like giving me 
two minutes before you turn your lawnmower on? And he's like, no problem. I just kept recording and I kept that yeah. on the video and people were dying because it was like, that's the crap that happens. You know what I mean? I will yeah. never forget that. It was the funniest thing. And I was like actually chuckling as he was like, you know, yelling from across the, it couldn't have been more perfect. Like you, you, you staged it, you know, and I just kept rolling and I played it. And that was the video that I ran. Exactly. So in our podcast episode on my show, by the way, guys, episode 110, amazing. Krista, amazing stuff. Uh, at one point, I think you you got up to like close the door to let your dog out or something. Like I just, I kept it in. Yeah. You know, people, people remember that stuff. I, I have people who listen to my show that talk about my squirrel moments and because that's just what I call them when I lose my train of thought. I just got beyond caring. I just that stuff happens, but I just keep we doing had a it anyways. Of squirrel moments on when I was interviewed on yours. I was like, oh my gosh, the squirrel. And you're like, oh, I yeah. love it. Just keep going. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, when, and when we don't, we did not get on, when I was on his podcast, when he was on mine, there was zero planning. He doesn't tell me what he's going to ask. I don't tell him what I'm going to ask. We just start talking. And that's why it's interesting. If we sounded so perfect, you probably wouldn't be on her listening in the first place. So, right. Right. Okay, so Justin has completely, you speak my language, you talk my talk, um, you walk my walk. This is what I preach all the time. And I just want to just thank you so much for coming in here and reiterating to agents the importance of creating content, of being authentic, of being perfectly imperfect, and becoming the mayor of your town, engaging people, sell, don't, don't sell, serve, serve, serve. We want to serve, not sell. Come from that servant mindset and just give information and people are going to be attracted to you and you're going to stop the hamster wheel of business. So I always, um, first of all, I want to remind everyone, go to kristamayshore.com slash swag, kristamayshore.com slash swag and Dustin Brom from Massive Agent Podcast has a gift for you that you can go there and download as well as get other great resources. So be sure to go there. And Dustin, I always end every podcast asking one question and I'm not sure if you know that, but the question is, if you were to just give one piece of advice, just one and one only, what would that be? Do it anyways. Okay. We're, we're all, we're all scared. We're all nervous. We're all fearful, at least until you've practiced enough, but those that are successful do it anyways. Just if you want to do a podcast, freaking do it. Like you can't learn to drive without being behind the wheel of a car and learning how to drive. So you learn how to podcast by podcasting if you or facebook ads you can't learn them by reading a book you can take a course but then you don't actually know it unless you do it so do it anyways okay i don't i don't care what the objection is do it anyways and that's such great advice. And here's the cool thing about that is that most people are so, they're so busy getting ready and they're so busy aiming that they never fire. They never take action. But the people that are successful in life, it's been statistically shown that people that are more successful, they take action. They're, they make decisions more quickly. They, they act. And here's what happens. Yeah, they screw up and they make mistakes and they fall, but they've already fallen four or five times and figured out how to make the solution before the average person even starts. So Take action, just start. And here's the good news. When you first start, not many people are watching anyways. And that's okay because you're going to suck at first, but you'll start getting better and better and better. And then people are watching. Dustin, thank you so much. I so appreciate your time. This is an awesome interview. I absolutely love it. Um, thank you for thank having you. me on his. Be sure to go to his podcast, Massive Agent Podcast. And I'm on a number what? one 110. Number 110, you hear my dog barking right now. You can check me out there. And remember everyone, it is great, great, great to listen and learn. But if you don't take action, nothing ever happens. Dustin, thank you so much. 
You're welcome. Thank you so much. This is fun. You've been awesome. I can't wait to have you on again. Absolutely. Thank you. Make it a great day, everybody. And thank you so much for giving us a small amount of your time.